Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. I think this is going to be one of the most important episodes that I cover when it when it comes to talking about money and no intro this time I'm just going straight into it because I want to get this out uh, as a bonus episode for the podcast listeners and so you know I have for a while been talking a lot about economics talking a lot about the new world order talking a lot about printing money and the effects of that. And I don't, I don't know how the brain works fully, but I've been studying the brain a lot and, and things just kind of just start clicking in the last few weeks where, you know, you, how how do you think about it? It's like you, like a puzzle whenever, if you have a puzzle and you don't have, um, you know, like, uh, like an exact thing of where each puzzle piece goes, you put together a puzzle by kind of making puzzles fits. Uh, fit together. So I feel like in your brain, when you put lots of information in, your subconscious is continually working in the background to put the pieces together. And so this week, my brain just started putting pieces together of saying, oh, you know, we are, you know, a lot of folks are talking about uh, the the end of the dollar, right? The, 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 whenever you have the end of a currency, you have, um, you know, hyperinflation, meaning uh, things going up relative to that currency at an aggressive level. And um, that's how it's happened. Like in the past, so if you look at what happened in Venezuela, you know, their currency crashed. Um, and, uh, you know, Argentina's done it more than one time. Uh, uh, Germany, you know, did it uh, um, at the end of World War One. They went through, um, you know, hyper uh, hyperinflation because the currency uh, crashed right and the currency crashes because the it, it, think of it like a um uh, if an individual uh, goes into bankruptcy uh, they lose their ability to borrow their quality of life goes down a lot um they lose a lot of wealth and so that that's that's what happens because and, and what you know as americans we've been kind of in the bubble because the the, the u.s dollar has been the global uh, standard or store of value for the world's savings for the last 50 years, uh, but it's been uh, decreasing its relevance over time, but it's still been the global standard for relevance. So we, everything really is priced relative to dollars uh, in the world. And, and that break in the, the aha moment was, oh, wait a minute, we're kind of already going through, um, um, the quote unquote hyperinflation, but it doesn't play out the same way if you're the reserve currency uh, as it does if, if you're not the reserve currency. So we can look out at Venezuela, Argentina, and even Germany and see how that played out when, um, you know, when there were powers that were not in, you know, in the reserve currency status or part of the uh, allied reserve currency, um, you know, countries, but it, when it's happening, you know, with the allied powers, like specifically with the U.S. and also with Europe, because they're our allies, right? Um, um, it's happening, uh, and, and Japan, like it's happening 
uh, with all three at one time, um, you begin to uh, you begin to say, "Oh, the process has already started." But it it kind of it kind of hits in different in different waves. So let me give it like an example. Um, uh, let me let me walk you through a timeline so I can so you can so I can make this make sense. So so starting in nineteen in the nineteen seventies, when I think it's believed it was nineteen seventy one, when Nixon pulled us off the gold standard, that's basically like bankruptcy, right? Because uh, you used to be able to all the countries put their gold in the U.S. to do trade uh, that were our allies, and they could always. And this is after World War II, by the way, and, and the, the word was they could re redeem the gold, uh, you know, um, for the dollar for the treasuries they had at any time. Um, but but having paper notes or treasuries were were, were easier to, to do business and do trade in. So 1971, U.S. was spinning out of control. Countries came and said, hey, we want our gold. The U.S. said, no, nah, we're not going to honor the agreement. Which basically, it's like a default. So you went through 1970s of, of, of high inflation um, time period. And uh, a, couple, a couple of ways fixed that. But one of the things that, um, that, that, that fixed it was um, getting the oil-producing countries in the Middle East, big one with Saudi Arabia, to that, that started it was to sell dollars and uh, or to sell oil in dollars, which required everybody who wanted to buy energy, uh, which, which, which was oil, to do it in dollars. I mean, they had they had to um, save money in dollars so that they could, right? Because if they, they they don't want to buy too much oil in advance, and because they got they don't have anywhere to store it, so they want to. Uh, if you can trade, if you had to use uh, dollars to buy oil, then you can say, all right, cool. These are our energy needs for the next five, 10, 20 years. Let's um let's save up our extra X surplus money in dollars so that we could exchange it for oil whenever we need it in the future. And so that plus um, the introduction of retirement plans, 401ks, IRAs in the 70s, uh, created a big pool of capital to buy US treasuries um, you know, around the world, which made the, the treasury, the dollar, you know, relative to 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 other currencies um, stronger. Now it, it made the dollar relative to uh, other investment assets at different points in time worth less by design, but we'll, we'll, cut, we'll, cut, we'll go over that in a second. I think the big thing is just understanding that uh, it made our, our dollar stronger relative to other currencies. And so what that ends up doing from a trade perspective is the first thing to go, right, in, this, in the breakdown of the dollar was manufacturing jobs. So 50s and 60s, what people who are who are not african-american referred to as uh when america was great right what they're basically referring to is you had a strong middle class for again everybody who was an african-american um you had a strong middle class uh, wealth was relatively equally distributed um, in the u.s and then the 70s happened uh, because we had services and manufacturing uh jobs here that were that were uh good paying but then we came up the gold standard did that deal that boosted the dollars, and the first thing to go was the manu was the manufacturing jobs because uh, if the dollar is weak relative to other uh, currencies and um, uh, and they have cheaper labor and they're allowed to and they're tra and we have an open trading system, right? Then it's natural for um, uh, people who are making things to want to make them where it's cheaper, right? Because think of the consumer wants the cheapest high, high quality good. 
And so if you're using uh, American workers um, to do that, um, um, then it's going to be more expensive and, and you're not going to be competitive as a salesperson. For example, let's say you're selling, you know, two smartphones, um, but, you know, let's say both are iPhone quality. They call them both iPhones. Um, but one person produces the iPhone where it costs 5,000, one per person produces the iPhone that costs 2,000, where are you going to buy the iPhone from? The 2,000 person, because it's the same phone. And so this is how global trade works. So a lot of manufacturing jobs shipped out of the U.S. because of strong relative dollar relatives, everything else. And that was the first to go that began to like reduce the uh, living standards of Americans. And so the way it plays out is every American doesn't feel that. Um, um, the Americans that... Um, in manufacturing fill it the most so so they began to make have lower income growth and, and but you also have the, the price of, of 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 housing education health care um you know rising because um you know there's a the, for, for the for the other americans around the world there's a there's a cost saving right so we don't have to pay five thousand for the ipad in this example i only got to pay two thousand so there's a cost savings so there's it frees up more money to buy other things um, and so if your industry wasn't affected it doesn't really affect you personally also then you have other people that are around the world that are building wealth uh, outside of america that might move to america with the newfound wealth to buy these things right or might park more of their wealth over here so that's kind of um you know what what happened um in the first part stage two started to happen in the early 2000s where service jobs began to, to start being taken. So with the advent of the internet and the ability to communicate um, and, and sell products around the world easier, um, that opened up the ability to export service jobs. And so you, and, and that's been happening slowly, but um, you have lots of companies that, were out, that, that are outsourcing IT services, um, accounting services, um, assistant services, um, you know, a lot, a lot of people who produce content on the internet, like will outsource to other places like India, where they have, you know, uh, really good education and they're just as smart um, and can do just the technical things as Americans. Uh, but they live in a, uh, in, a, in a country where the currency is significantly uh, cheaper relative to the dollar. And so, um, and so you know, it, 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 it makes more sense to uh, outsource those services to, um, you know, to other countries. Again, going, so we use the iPhone example in the beginning. Let's say now you have a, a, a CPA, an example, and then you have a CPA. Uh, let's, let's, let's use a different one. Yeah, let's say CPA. You have a CPA, for example, um, uh, and let's, let's for a second, like, um, forget about the uh, emotional relationship aspect of CPA services. That's one big benefit why people use CPAs. But um, um, but let's 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 keep it a, a pure simple example because CPAs can still outsource the work and be client facing, which is a whole other conversation. But um, but you but when you do that, you need less CPA. So let's 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 go back to the CPA example. So you got one CPA that says, hey, for my services I charge five grand, and then you got another CPA firm that says, hey, since we outsource a lot of our stuff, it only costs us two grand to to service your needs. Um, so which CPA firm are you going to go with? Assuming they are just as smart with the same amount of work, you can go with the two grand CPA firm. And so that's happening in service jobs. You have, um, jobs here in the U S that are client facing from a service standpoint, but that outsource, uh, a lot of the labor to, uh, to cheaper jurisdictions, uh, outside of the U S and again, it, 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 
it, we're at the beginning cycle of that, right? We started the beginning cycle of manufacturing in the 70s and it crushed manufacturing for 30, 40 years. So we're at the beginning stages of, of that, but you have a lot of service jobs being taken. And again, same thing happens. This frees up money for, um, you know, for Americans that haven't been affected uh, by outsource. Um, and, and these people are typically the ones that are uh, forward thinking, that are the you know it's the first CPA firm to jump on and uh, and use the cheaper way to do business right they use the internet um, and 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 outsource service labor uh, to do business and then they have savings which allows them to buy more uh, you know education for their kids homes all those things that uh, again pushes up prices here but if you are affected by the outsourcing then everything gets expensive relative to to your income because you're not earning um you know you're not earning as much and so two things i keep going you're saying is the the people who are who are let me back let me say it a different way so i heard i heard a phrase that says um um or a, a story that says uh it was two people out in the woods and uh, they were camping and a bear came and when they saw the bear, one put shoes on and one didn't put shoes on. And, and the guy who didn't put shoes on said, why are you putting shoes on? You can't outrun a bear. He's like, well, I don't have to outrun a bear. I only have to outrun you. Right. And so this is an example of, you know, if, if you're in America, um, you know, and you weren't in manufacturing, uh, but you were like a, either like a, a company that did manufacturing, executive that did manufacturing, um, but you weren't like an actual worker. Uh, you didn't get hurt when the jobs went outsourced. You actually made more money. And if you were in service, it didn't affect you either. And you made more money. Now, if you're in a service job and you're the service, uh, uh, you know, employee doing the work, not the people who are outsourcing. Now, you know, you know, the, everybody else who's not you is out running the bear, right? The manufacturing employees got eaten up by the bear. Right now, the workers, service workers are going to get eaten up by the bear. By the people that are operating on um, on uh, the new paradigm shift, right? And, and then, in addition to that, you know, when, when that happened, you had a, a brand new economy that began to, to be formed, you know, maybe sometime around 2010, um, when, when people said, when, when, when like everything changed, right? So uh, commerce changed. So instead of having to have a storefront to sell things, um, you can sell things online for e-commerce because you have the Shopify's, the Amazon marketplace, the Facebook marketplace that popped up and you have all these young people making crazy money selling things on the internet because now their market is not just the people in their city. Their market is 8 billion people around the world. And they were early, if you're early to doing that, um, then same thing applies. You're out running the bear. Um, so, so your jobs aren't being taken because you're using the internet to make money. And 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 you're and you're building um, and you're building wealth. Uh, same thing with with you know commerce. Then came media, right? People began. I mean, pe people are making crazy money off YouTube um, shows, video game playing, video game streaming, uh, podcasts, blogs, making stupid and stupid amounts of money. I mean, the people that are making the most money today, um, or not today, because that's crypto, we'll get to crypto. Um, um, but in the, the last decade, we're like. The people that were early um, to media because you open up and by the way this is not done yet right the trend is 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 just is just beginning in this new economy um, but but um, 
but you have uh, that happening again. If, if you're part of the old economy, because watch the thing, old economy was um, we had manufacturing, we had service jobs here. That got shipped, can't do anything about that. Uh, if you're a service worker uh, and you don't, and you don't um, uh, control your own income and you're just a worker, uh, you know, here not operating a new economy, um, your job got shipped. But then if you were wise, you could say, okay, there's new ways to make money, right? So you have, um, you know, you have Uber, you have Airbnb where you can rent out your home, right? You have, again, you can create your own media company, podcast, YouTube show, uh, stream videos. You can sell things online. So everything that used to be able to, 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 to do, you can leverage the internet and the current new economy to, to make more money and make the things that were a make the things that were a disadvantage an advantage by learning new things, right? In the middle of all this too, it's still getting worse because what ends up happening is as you had all this wealth outside the US, um, then other countries began to stop buying the US bonds uh, because they saw the writing on the wall of all the money we're printing and not being able to pay it back. And then the Fed stepped in and started buying um, government bonds. Again, strengthening the dollar relative to everything else and it's getting more and more aggressive with the bond, with the central banks around the world for the um, um, for the developed countries, um, which is again creating creating more problems. So then, um, so you know, as a, as a result of all this, you had finance being changed because what ended up happening was, you know, people were saying, well, hey, you know, this is not sustainable. All this money printing, we need a new financial system. And so you had the crypto industry being born, which is replacing finance in a new order. So follow me. Commerce got, uh, you know, manufacturing got changed first. Then commerce got changed, right? Then media got changed, right? Now the money is getting changed. And so what's, you know, uh, the people who would be getting poor are the people that were not that were hit by that change, right? So now we're changing, we're changing money. And so now assets um, are being gobbled up uh, even more. Now the asset part has already begun because, you know, starting in the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, even till now you had the advent of the private equity business, which basically is um, you, when you borrow money, you're basically shorting the dollar, right? Uh, forget about the technical aspect of it. Just understand if you, if you borrow money, you're shorting the dollar. And so they would, so a lot of people have made crazy fortunes in private equity and, in, and investing by borrowing money and then buying things like real estate or companies growing at an aggressive level above the money printing rate, right? Um, 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 investing in, um, you know, tech, right? A, for, a form of leverage is venture capital where you, are betting on companies that can all a hundred times uh, grow. You put a little bit of money in a, a bunch of different companies and you know, all your money's made from the few companies that 100X, that's a form of leverage because it's hyper growth, right? You can borrow money for leverage or you can invest in hyper growth companies. So you've had a lot of investors become millionaires and billionaires from private equity and venture capital and angel investing. Um, and so again, that's a, uh, that is a, um, disadvantage for those that are not investing that way in those asset class because your relative wealth gets smaller. Um, and now you have, I'm, I'm leading up to crypto where it's literally changing the financial system 
um, um, because now the assets that we, um, you know, saved our money in, you know, government bonds, um, all that, you know, um, the stocks of companies that are no longer relevant in the new world, um, you know, that's that value, that store of wealth is switching to digital because over here um, is basically worth less because of all the money printing. And so the, what's getting replaced now are the assets. And so that inter, interstage, um, you know, left Bitcoin, right? Bitcoin being um, um, the new treasury bond for the new world, the new safe asset for the new world and crypto being the new risk assets of the new world because crypto is, um, there's different applications for different purposes that we will use for finance that isn't fully known yet, but, but that is playing out and, uh, and that is happening um, uh, in, in, that, in that space. And so you have a lot of, um, a lot of change going on. And for those that um, want to protect themselves, which is the really most important part, you, you have to, um, you have to put yourself in a position where you are earning your income from work in the new economy and you're storing your assets and new economy assets. By the way, like real borrowing money and buying real estate is still a good bet, right? Buying gold um, is better than holding cash, right? If you want to make real money, buying Bitcoin, crypto, and growth stocks uh, are the way in the new economy, from my opinion, to, 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 to build the wealth. Um, so, so um, and, and what's the fourth part that's happening, and we're starting to see now with the, with the um, supply shortages, because when you have um, other countries getting stronger and COVID accelerated this too, uh, because of shutting the world down, but now you have people rethinking their supply chains. They're like, well, look, you know, if they're not going to buy our government bonds anymore and support us and we're buying them, I'm speaking in terms of the U.S., then we're going to start making more things um, with our allies or in America to better our job. And every country is rethinking their relationships, which, you know, when you, when you have a free market and globe, you know, global trade, uh, trading freely, um, you got lower prices, things go lower. But when, you, uh, when, when, that, when that cooperation goes away, uh, prices go up because the, you know, the, the labor is more expensive over here and you're not getting that cheap labor uh, as you were in China, which was the main place uh, anymore. Um, and so you have that going on, which when that happens again, it, you know, uh, for a period pushes up the price of, you know, goods. So, I mean, I, I, I bought some steaks and some crab recently and those prices are going up crazy. We saw lumber prices go up, see the price of PS4s and shoes going up a lot. You see, um, again, just price of a, restaurants are jacking up prices little by little, but this is what happens when you have the breakdown of a world order, which is a monetary system. Um, um, uh, being breaking down. And so that's the phase that we're in. And again, going back to what I was saying, if you uh, are not earning work income in the environment and your assets are not stored in the new world and these and the cost of living is going up, right? Because housing, education, and healthcare have already been going up. And I mentioned why before. But now when you have the cost of products and goods going up because of the supply chain being changed and, and you're not part of the first you know, you, you haven't stored your wealth and earned your income the right way in the first time, it gets real ugly because basically with the picture that I'm painting for you is it, it, it used to be where if you lived in a country, 
you were in the country was the, um, you know, where the new economy was being built, uh, you were protected because you lived in that country, right? So if you were American, you didn't have to pay attention to the trends as much in the, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, because we as a country benefited from uh, the system. You have to think about it. But as the breakdown began to happen and you have more competition for jobs globally, uh, a, a, along with, you know, technology, which made that easier. I mean, and we ain't even talked about technology shaping, take, take, taking jobs yet, because um, that's down the road. But if you begin to, um, uh, uh, as, as an American, we not have to worry about that because the world is moving less to a situation where you get to benefit because you're in a country to where, no, it's a, it's a more open um, market, which is better for the 8 billion people, maybe not so for Americans, because if you, because by the way, like if you, if, if, if you want to create a Shopify account and sell to Americans who have lots of money and you're in uh, Indonesia, like you can do that and you can store your wealth in Bitcoin, right? And you can really live a fantastic life outside the U.S. Um, um, uh, with the internet than, than if you live in the internet. So, so, so the, 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 the wealth is being distributed, taken from America, sent all around the world, but it's, it's, you're going to have uh, a wealth transfer from the people who understand what's going on to the people who don't understand what's going on. People in the old economy versus people in the new economy and it's location independent. Again, COVID accelerated this because now you have a lot of co companies that are like, oh wait, we can now work remotely so we can accelerate you know, uh, service jobs around the world. Um, you know, so we don't have to hire the programmers over in California or Silicon Valley. We can hire programmers all over the world in Brazil and in Indonesia and in India, which with a lower with a lower cost. So we can, you know, uh, uh, in a state, we can move our, our our operations to Texas, right, instead of California, because people in UT have the great computer science program and the cost of living is cheaper. And so you have this this huge transitioning happening. Uh, and it's, you know, it, I would be personally scared if I was not um, paying attention to what's going on, because if you don't, that, that bear is going to get you. Um, but, but this is, this is where we are, right? You have, you, you have those who are not participating that's being hyperinflated on, right? Slowly, um, but aggressively, because it's, it's, if you're not in the right bucket, again, your housing is costing astronomically more. Your healthcare is costing astronomically more if you can afford it. Education is ridiculous for you. Um, we're about to get hit with products and food costs uh, that are that are going to go up. Um, and people think this these trends are going to be reversed. No, these are the norm. Uh, we we are moving to a location independent economy, a virtual economy, for a lot of our things. And people have to be prepared. You got to pay attention. This is why I started a podcast to grow my business, right? A lot of the things that, that I saw from an investment standpoint, I began executing my business. Like we, you know, we've had Zoom since I started the business five, six years ago. Um, you know, I started, you know, I started doing content day one of the business and, you know, did videos, write emails, podcasts, because this is where the world is going. Um, and for those who are, you know, who are not prepared or don't want to tinker, because, I mean, you have to try new things. It's, it's like back in America when, um, the people that settled America, they, they, or even, I mean, even in fifties and sixties, cause you know, a lot of people, um, moved to America, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties to, um, 
um, to get a better education, uh, to, to build a better quality of life, right? In, in the early days and, you know, up until recently, people were moving to America to create a better life, which was scary, right? Because it was new, especially if you didn't speak the language, but you had to. And this is where Americans have to be like, we, we can't be scared. We got to have the immigrant mindset where we're like, we're going to embrace this new world. Uh, it is scary, I know, but if I don't, I'm going to get my, I'm not going to ever be able to pull my family out of poverty. Things are going to get worse and worse. Um, and there is nobody to save you because this is a system. There's no diabolical behind the scenes people that are doing this. This is just um, market forces, which are cause and effect of irresponsible spending by a country, right? And, and again, that's, and that's set up because of the political system, right? No, no politician wants to be honest and say, hey, we got to cut spending because they'll get voted out, right? I mean, think of all the, you know, um, you know, the labor unions are a big voting force. So, you know, uh, they're going to want to keep, we lost market share to Toyota uh, because the labor unions in America wanted to keep prices, keep wages, which catch prices high, which, you know, didn't allow us to compete with Japanese um, and other automakers, um, you know, around the world, right? And I'm not blaming anybody, I'm just, I'm speaking just cause and effect, right? You got uh, obvious problems with the education system and I love our teachers, right? Our teachers are amazing. Just like our GM workers, like those workers are amazing, but the, but the, 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 the U.S. auto manufacturer workers, if, you know, cause, cause you have two types of people, right? You have like um, uh, uh, the people who build things and the people, and, and the artists, right? The people who inspire, right? Um, and so if you were a builder, you know, you know, in the 30s, 40s, you would have went to go work at a, a car company because we were building lots of things in America. But then the builders of the new economy are the programmers. So what should have happened is the builders should have learned their skill to build the new economy, which is virtual computer economy, and their quality of life would have increased. Um, um, that transition, like, never happened, right? Same thing with the teachers, right? Uh, and, and again, since the unions have so much voting power, they end up hurting themselves long-term by not adjusting with the market. Same thing with teachers. There's a lot of amazing teachers. And I can, if I sat with a teacher today, I can say, hey, instead of having your union, you know, make the school system, protect this current school system, which is broken, um, you go do your own deal. I, I mean, literally, like, there are people who are tutoring kids right now. Um, we, we did one. I mean, you, you, I mean just, just here, here's some math, right? It's, and this is what I would pay for. And you would have a lot of other parents who would pay for this, like $200 a month for an hour of tutoring in a group session weekly, right? So imagine if you had, um, you know, imagine if you had, I don't know, you know, 40 kids you were doing this for, like four, four, four times a week, you taught 10 students in a group, right? Just four times a week, you know, that's, 10, that's 40 households paying 200 bucks a month. That's 8,000 a month as a teacher for four hours of actual, uh, you know, time with the kids. And then let's say another hour or two of prep time, um, you know, but this is what the new economy enables, right? So you have the, the entire school system that is failing our kids uh, and it's not the teachers or the people working it, it's the system that's broken but the ones that wake up and move to the new economy are making money. Again, you go to uh, creators, right? You could beg to get into Hollywood to produce uh, what you want to produce, or you could have done it on YouTube, right? 
and then had a Apple, Amazon, Netflix discover you, or just did your own deal. It's never been easier, um, you know, to do it. So, cause again, going back to the actors guild, we had, we, it's been, it's been announced as I was watching it this morning that a bunch of people that work in the acting business are going on strike because of pay, but it's, it's, it's going back to what I was saying. Like they're not competing in a new world. They're competing in the old world. And they're, um, uh, it's, 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 it's gonna, it's gonna hurt them, right? And I wanna make this a non-political conversation. I'm not talking politics, right? I'm not, I understand the benevolence that unions and um, people that are supporting that wanna do, but you, like, unless the consumers say, unless we say, yeah, I wanna pay $5,000, you know, um, uh, for an iPhone instead of 2,000, because I just wanna put more money in the hands of the people. Nobody says that. Or yeah, I want to pay five grand for my CPA services instead of two grand. Or yeah, I I want to pay, you know, two hundred fifty bucks a month, you know, for my, you know, um, you know, movie subscription service or TV subscription service instead of whatever um, Netflix charges. Or heck, you know, I don't want a bunch of free content on YouTube that I can watch to consume. Right? I want to pay for it uh, because. You know, I I, I want to put money in the workers, you know, hands of my fellow workers. Like people don't think that way. People just want what they want. That's quality for the cheapest price. And because of that, the market works itself out um, to make that happen. And you cannot. The more you try and fart, fight market forces, which is what the central bank's trying to do, which is making everything cost more, um, which are what the different uh, entrenched interests are doing. Um, you know, you can do that, or you can say. All right, let me be like the immigrants that came to America and let me better myself. Let me um, um, work hard to embrace the new economy and build my state because there are lots of ways to make money. I'll do an episode on just the new world, make the new way to make money in the world because there's unlimited amount of ways to make money in the world. And the beauty is it's location, it's location dependent. You don't have to be American to do it. You can go anywhere and make lots of money, which as an American, you're like, huh, so I don't have to live here. I can go live anywhere I want. That is the opportunity. It becomes less scary once you embrace it and becomes more exciting. This is the new world we live in, y'all. Embrace it or get eaten by that bear and prepare your kids too. Uh, until next time, y'all have a good day. Thank you.